Welcome to the Curious Minds Curious Conversations podcast. As an organisation, we exist to improve the lives of children and young people by increasing access to arts, culture and creative learning. This two-part episode features young associates Jazz and Izzy discussing their contributions and involvement with the People's Powerhouse Convention with our careers and employability manager, Holly Ball. So when we were kind of choosing which case studies we, we wanted to include, we mm-hmm. felt it was really important to put um, uh, an education one in there. Yeah. So um, my case study was um, from Derby High School, yes. um, which is in Bury, so North Manchester. That <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't deliberate. Um, <laughs> um, and what Derby High School have done um, is to create a brand new community learning space um, it's outdoor within the school grounds, yeah, um, but um, the way that they went about that is that they um, consulted um, right across their student body um, and made sure that it met the needs of the as many students as possible. Mm-hmm. They wanted a space where they could hang out outside of lessons, but also a space that could be flexible, um, you know, to, to work with different teachers as part of their curriculum as well. And then from that, they had a group of student ambassadors who um, worked really closely with different teachers across the curriculum to say, this is how we could use it for this lesson, this is how we could use it for this lesson. Um, And they were involved in kind of the, you know, seeing that space actually physically being built as well in their school. Um, And then they were able to to launch it with a community event um, just before the summer holidays. Um, So they were able to have... Um, a lovely kind of um, performance um, kind mm-hmm. of launch events with uh, marketplace stalls as well mm-hmm. um, so it's not just about it being a space um, a teaching space it's about it being community led as well so um, the next kind of phase of that they've just got um, funding I think from Big Lottery um, to be running a series of um, makers events cool. like makers markets yeah. but yeah. it's people making stuff for themselves yeah but also making stuff to stay in that space oh, really as well cool. so yeah. that it's not just been designed by students yeah. and used by t- students and staff. Mm-hmm. It's owned by the community as well, which That's I think really is really cool. important. Yeah. And it's like a important step of like integrating students into the community so mm-hmm. they don't yeah. feel like their community is school and then when you leave school it's like, it. whoa, I feel really alienated from that mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So in terms of like people feeling yeah. they're from where they're from and they care about that place and, and that's not really that. yeah like so it just ties it's back the, into yeah. place making yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's I think really cool. what I really liked about that case and it's one of the reasons we kind of chose to put it in there was that um they are kind of very arts focused at Derby High but they're also um science specialists um and one of the kind of priorities for them with this project which they called called full steam ahead (laughs) was that they wanted to put the arts back into the stem agenda um so um making it steam not stem yeah so instead of it being science technology engineering and maths they put the arts back into that as well Mm -hmm. so that was very much at the foundation of of that space and how important that space to them that space was to them as a community and as a school um, and that led to some really interesting conversations on my table. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy, I think he he could very much see the bigger kind of powerhouse picture, which I, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, okay, well, 
you know, we're agreed kind of on the table that that's important, mm. but how how do we make that happen? Is that something yeah. that we need to be lobbying kind of mm. at with a national level, um, at a more kind of northern level with all the powerhouse and devolution, or is it actually something that locally um, we just need to be getting on with ourselves and kind of working together to make that happen? And I don't think we could kind of come up with a consensus because education yeah. is managed in so many different ways yeah. now. There's so many different types of schools. Because you're saying like with the academies, because they set their own agendas, set yeah. their own curriculum. He was like, well, how, how do we how influence, do influence that? that? Yeah, that's so tricky. <laughs> so we, we couldn't really resolve that because it's kind of a bigger question um, than, than you can answer in that setting and in that time. Yeah. But um, I really enjoyed the fact that he'd, he'd thought that you know, in, in that kind of picture and mm. if, yeah. if we feel that way as a, as a people's powerhouse, mm. how do we then kind of spread that influence across the work and yeah. and how is how does Young People's Voice come through that as well? How are they a part of that conversation? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's nice I was like, like you say, like as a kind of group, even if it's just like your small group on the table within the People's Powerhouse Convention, yeah. like this little group kind of agreed it was a good idea and then you can think about what's next. So it's still like a democratically decided, like good idea. And then you can think about how as individuals or within your organizations that you might work for or your communities that you live in, can you take that on? So, you know, if, you, if you're a teacher, maybe a bit more of an obvious route, but maybe if you're a parent and you have um, children at school, mm-hmm. you can kind of find those avenues that you can have those conversations or try and influence ways of working, yeah. yeah. I think it was great to see um, a diverse um, audience as well, like yeah. different people from different backgrounds coming together and mm-hmm. I think that also led different conversations coming from each table. Because um, I was surprised at how many um, people from sort of Asian um, heritage coming in and yeah. like being there and you know the black community coming there as well and it was just nice to see that mm. little bit of flavour in there yeah um, did anything surprise you um I wasn't, well I don't think anything surprised me but um just on what just saying about like the diversity was in the room I think that also meant that the the conversations were a lot more like reflective of loads yeah. of different people's opinions so like Definitely. I had um, a man who's a, a man of colour and he asked he said you know my my children are mixed race um, like what does it kind of mean to them mm-hmm. um, taking it back to the industrial heritage like their you know grandparents didn't live in Sheffield and they weren't steel workers so what does the steel working in Sheffield yeah. mean to them and I thought that was really interesting and on each of my tables I had someone asking about you know young people have lots of dual identities mm-hmm. you know um someone asked about you know how, how you work within certain cultural structures um what if uh, you're working with groups of um boys and girls who can't work together and that kind of thing and i think it was just really great having a lot of different people in the room there were a lot of different ages as well yeah mm. and they just brought different questions perspectives and it made yeah. everyone else on the table consider different points it's mm-hmm. just like the ideal so you're actually (laughs) not just the same voices being like oh yeah that sounds good and and not having the other perspectives on it um yeah so it it really helped everyone sort of consider all sorts of angles to the topic we were talking about because there were such a diverse 
audience, mm-hmm. it also brought um, aspects of reaching those young people not from affluent areas. As well, yeah. And I think that was a, a really nice, important conversation to have with some of the people. We were mm-hmm. trying to think up of ways to do that. And if only we had more time. Yeah. <laughs> always. We always want more time. We always want more time. But <laughs> no, it was nice to start that conversation off. And I think I made a point of getting them to collaborate after and trying mm-hmm. for them to like actually make action after not not just be this like conference that we went to and nothing happened mm-hmm. um yeah because that was some of the feedback last year yeah mm-hmm. and I think that could have been better sort of later on in the day there was a yeah. lot of um, presentation of, of different really interesting community projects mm-hmm. but I think it was such a great opportunity with so many people there who were obviously interested and in, invested in making a people's powerhouse and what yeah. that means or what a people's powerhouse movement might mean. Um, it was a really good opportunity to like get people together to talk and brainstorm mm-hmm. and maybe come up with some actions. Um, and I feel like maybe that opportunity wasn't fully realised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so many people there that yeah. we could have had conversations with on our tables. Yeah. This was after the morning, um, so we went down into the main hall and it was sort of like a presentation from yeah. the panel. So there was a panel, we had loads of questions being asked. Mm-hmm. And then after that, loads of um, community people in Bradford um, came up on the stage and gave like a five minute presentation of what they've done in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you think if you think about that and kind of the the, the slight frustration around that time, mm. what role do you think um, young people can play in the powerhouse kind of going forward in the people's powerhouse? I think it would be great to. There was a lot of conversation about how to get young people involved, and I mm. think the question is, what aren't you doing? Yeah. That. Yeah. why aren't they already involved like yeah because it's not young people they're not to blame for not being involved and I think sometimes there's a little bit of aggression on that part okay. um, and a lot of like blame maybe I know you mean because like I, mean? I think the assumption um can often come across that like we're doing a thing yeah how do we get the magical young person or young people yeah. to come along and join our thing but I think you need to think of it as young people do a lot of things exactly. they're already involved in a huge amount of things like yeah. And it's about finding relevance so you're all working mm. together on something yeah. so that all, like, yeah, so that they are involved more. It kind of makes me think of, I don't know if you remember when we were doing like equality and diversity stuff, yeah. but when yeah. you have that, that picture of yeah. the three people looking out that. at the football, at yeah. the football field, mm-hmm. it's that kind of what do you need so that everybody can see over the fence mm. yeah. to see the same picture mm. and ultimately in this case be working towards the the same picture yeah. yeah maybe it's kind of thinking about it in that respect mm-hmm. yeah and I think there are definitely like certain things I mean I don't know like something like a, a people-led growth for the north is, is something that's like a huge movement or would be a huge uh, different way of kind of working in society so yeah. it's a big aim and I don't think just like uh, a conference or convention is it and, and like mm-hmm. everyone I think they're agreed you know it's yeah. all about working differently but there's certain things that you can do on that day or on that conference that could change. Like, you know, a lot of young people wouldn't have been able to go to that conference because um, if they weren't involved with the organisation, it would cost them money, loads and loads of money, or they wouldn't have heard of it anyways. Mm. Um, and also it was In on school. a weekday, yeah, because it was yeah, during, like, you know, and there standard was an working hours. And as well, wasn't there? Yeah, so there's those kind of things. But I think it's kind of just getting people to agree like what do we want to do and then finding the people who who work every day with young people who Mm -hmm. are young people who 
have you know yeah. friends who are also <laughs> young people <laughs> and just yeah. getting groups together to kind of get their own ownership over work or projects mm-hmm. or whatever it is because there's no point having a conference mm-hmm. with the same people every year yeah. and not getting young people in the same conference yeah. and it's it's just the same conversations repeated year after year mm-hmm. and I think what you were saying Izzy about um, more action and yeah. having more follow ups and even mini mm-hmm. conferences yeah, that just can just be shared together. and collaborate, collaborate all over mm-hmm. the north yeah, I think um, so. Um, but there was only a couple. I only saw a couple of young people actually. Attend. Yeah, there were a few. Were I think there were a few more than there were last more. year, but there was still a few. Still and they did a have bit of an improvement. Yeah, there were. I mean, like definitely in terms of like diversity and making sure that like the speakers were diverse. There was you know young people on the panels, that kind of thing, and like, mm-hmm. that's all really good and like feels positive. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more about like outside of the conference, what is yeah. actually the movement and how does that operate? Yeah. And I think that's just about getting more people together in spaces so getting mm-hmm. people to know each other build relationships exactly. and then they have Building mutual things to work together and that's across all ages or all types of yeah. people it's not just you know and I, that's i think the most the most useful way of getting people to but work together and make change also just to add to that it's a case of if you really want young people there it's not just a case of like ticking the box oh yeah there's mm-hmm. like one young person who's going to go for a sure, workshop sure. Mm-hmm. and that's that's it's it. all good yeah. you know it needs to it needs to come from the purpose and mm-hmm. i think like the role of what a young person can do in the um northern powerhouse mm-hmm. depends on the purpose of what you want for young people and mm-hmm. um, so if you find a young person who doesn't really know much about it then you need to educate them mm-hmm. you need to be telling young people and get them interested in order for them for young people to actually think hang on a minute how is this going to affect me like yeah, this is something I'm into how can or... i change mm-hmm. other people's lives yeah and i think the yeah within that it's like it's not just having young people there to work on young people issues or being yeah, like exactly. i'm yeah. a young person so i'm just going to talk about how young people can do these things yeah. it's like yeah. how can i don't know if you're looking at um i know transport trains that's yeah, a big yeah. topic <laughs> um <laughs> in the north but you know like what what's you know young people just being involved in those conversations so they can you know if we're setting new te- train timetables when we finally renationalize the railways no but you know like right. when whenever the change is happening young people are taking part in the conversation yeah so that it maybe works with college times maybe mm-hmm. works with school times and all that kind of stuff so it's just about yeah. valuing the knowledge of people whatever their background or whatever their current situation yeah. is and just supporting young people in their growth i mm. think when you when you talk to someone elderly about young people sometimes it can go either way it can be really mardy or really positive <laughs> <laughs> like do you know what i mean so i think it's kind of like well you need to we need to change the stereotype of a young person yes mm-hmm. we like we, we are the new generation, you know, we like new different music, we wear mm. different things, but we've also got opinions mm-hmm. and things we believe in, and I think yeah. you just need to... And that they're very them. different per young person, like... Everyone's unique. Yeah, exactly, just and, like and they have their own skills are. and knowledge as an individual, not just as a young person, yeah. that they can influence exactly. whatever thing that they're usually operating Definitely. in. Yeah, awesome. This podcast is part of a wider series of audio insights called Curious Conversations, which look at the impact that cultural education programmes are having on the ground in Northwest England. Recorded by Curious Minds, they give a behind-the-scenes view of insights
inspirational practice in action. For more episodes, visit soundcloud.com forward slash curiousminds.nw.